0: Who do you say that I am? Who is Jesus to you? At every Mass, we profess the Creed. And as we profess the Creed today, I want you to really pay attention to it because that is our belief through Jesus and given to us and revealed to us through the Catholic Church. This uh, gospel is very fascinating today because Jesus goes to Caesarea Philippi. And I didn't know much about this until I was there in the Holy Land. Caesarea Philippi is about a three days journey north of the Sea of Galilee. And the Jordan River flows all the way up there from from this area. When you go to Caesarea Philippi, there is a a cave there. And within this kind of natural grotto, at at the entrance of the cave, there's a pool of water. And that pool is a spring. It's a deep spring that goes down thousands of feet. And at that place, it was known also as Banius or Panius, and because it was a place where they worshipped the god called Pan. So that is where we get the idea of, like, Peter Pan. So Pan was half man, half goat, and uh, they, they, they worshipped Pan there. They also worshipped Zeus, and they worshipped another other myriad of gods. So they, they didn't believe in one god, they believed in a number of gods. What's very fascinating about this ple- this place is they called that um, the water, the water that was there, the phrase that is in the gospel today, they call it the gates of the netherworld. So that pool was called the gates of the netherworld because they believed that evil was down deep and so that was the gate of the netherworld, that anything below that water was where evil could be. They also believed that if if they made their sacrifices there, they could find out if the gods approved them or not. And so they would take animal sacrifices, and they would take the animals and throw them into this pool, the gates of the netherworld in the spring, and they would sink down, and there was a river flowing out from it. And if the gods uh, accepted their sacrifice, there would be no, the water would be clear. And if the gods didn't accept their sacrifice, the water would become red. blood they also did child sacrifices there so they would sacrifice the children and see what would happen so the gates of the netherworld that's pretty important also this grotto this um, stone entryway there were carvings in the stone that etched all the different gods that they worshipped so jesus took his disciples there on purpose for that day He took them to the place where they were making sacrifices to idols. And it was in that place that he said to them, Who do people say that the Son of Man is? And then we heard some of the prophets, or some of the answers today. Some thought he was a prophet. Some thought he was Moses or Elijah come back from the dead. And they were getting it wrong. And so Jesus said to his disciples, Well, who do you say that I am? And they kept guessing. And finally, Peter says, You are the Christ, the Son of God. So in the midst of all those other gods, all those other beliefs, all those other religions, Peter got it right. You are the Christ, the Son of God. And so Jesus says to Peter, You are my rock. And upon my rock I will build my church. And the gates of the netherworld will not destroy it. So all these other beliefs will not destroy the belief that we have in Jesus. I just want to make a couple connections between the first reading and the gospel because it's very profound. So the first reading from Isaiah, he says, I will place the key of the house of David on Eliakim's shoulder. And then we hear in the gospel very clearly, I will give you the keys to the church. And whatever you bind in heaven will be bound on earth. First reading, when he opens, no one will shut, and when he shuts, no one will open. And finally, we get this image of the peg in the sure spot, and Jesus says, you are my rock. You are the most secure thing that we can have in this world, and upon you I will build my church. So this reading is where we get the idea of papal primacy, that we're given this this holy father as our head of the church, and that lineage from Peter. And that Jesus is giving the promise of the Holy Spirit and saying that this church, nothing is going to take it away. This church will survive any evils that you will see in the world. So I want you to think about who you believe the Son of Man is. I was looking up just to see what other religions believe. So a lot of other religions acknowledge that Jesus existed, but they're not on the same page as us. So the Muslims say that Jesus, um, no one can be a, a Muslim unless they, unless they believe in the prophet Jesus. So they believe he's a prophet, but they, they clearly deny that he was son of God. The Jewish people believe that Jesus was Mary's son, so the Jews knew also believe in, in Jesus, but they believe he was a, a teacher, a rabbi, that he had many disciples, that he performed miracles, claimed to be the Messiah, and was crucified on a cross. Some of the followers also believe that he was raised from the dead, but they do not believe that Jesus is the Son of God. The Baha'i and some of the Eastern religions say that he was a wise teacher who had divine human nature, worked miracles, was crucified, and resurrected. The Hindus believe that he was a holy man, a wise teacher, Buddhists believe Jesus was an enlightened man and also a wise teacher. And kind of like the New Age thought of our day, people believe there's a Jesus, but that he's probably a wise, moral teacher. And for us, we believe so much more. We believe that Jesus is the Son of God. We believe that he is one with the Father. We believe that he comes to us every Sunday in the the bread and wine that are transformed and and consecrated into his very body and blood. Jesus came into this earth so that he could suffer and die and rise. And the reason he allowed himself to be crucified was so that we could see finally on the cross someone that was totally innocent someone that was wholly the Son of God, who would allow that to happen because he never wanted to see another sacrifice ever again. We'll be talking for the next few months about the upcoming November election. There have been 65 million child sacrifices in our country. as we we see what that was back in the, the cave of Pan, we experience it Today, Jesus came to destroy death. Jesus came because he no longer wants anyone, any child, any person to be sacrificed. And so as we come together today to receive our very body and blood, when I hold hold up the host, his body and blood, which are separated, he shows us who he is. And he shows us that He wants to be the one to take on the sin of the world. And so I think it's all good to ask ourselves, or let Jesus ask us, who do you say that I am? I like, too, that he says that only the Father can reveal this, not flesh and blood. So if you don't have a personal relationship with Jesus, ask the Father. Say, Father, who do you say that he is? And when we come to discover him, it will change everything in us, and he will be the meaning of our lives, the one that we want to give our lives to and for.